Evening, evening. Welcome to the Earth is Ghetto podcast. Oh my goodness. So, of course, as per usual, first and foremost, let's get into the mental health check-in. Uh, since the last time we was in this bitch, how you doing, Aaron? I feel cute. I am about to drag in a little bit, but mentally, just in general, <laughs> I feel I feel really cute. Um Honestly, this is the best job that I have ever done. Like, I kind of think it's too good to be true because I'm not doing shit and I'm still getting paid for it as I should and as it should be. Because, bitch, Amen. why the fuck should I be working like a fucking Hebrew slave just to get breadcrumbs? But, um, yeah, I'm feeling real good. I have more energy now. Um, I'm, yeah. Uh, how about you, girl? Ooh. I am trying to redirect my life in so many ways, you know? Like, I realized that I, I've spent a lot of time doing things for other people, outside people, um, and nowhere near as much time really trying to define things that I want for myself. Like, there will be a deadline for somebody else, and I am their child uh, with, with bells on. But then when it comes to my own projects and letting them, like, fall to the wayside, like, I'm not... I'm making more of a point to um, make myself the priority. Let's put it like that. So that's been interesting. Absolutely, girl. Because one thing about it, sometimes when people see that, they will like take advantage of that shit and be like, oh girl, well she can do more favors for me in the future. She can just keep doing all these things. And that's the, you know, you done drove yourself insane because you're not putting yourself first. You're not putting your mental health first. And it's nothing wrong with saying, I'm good, because um, they will try to make you feel guilty. Say, "Oh well, why you? That's how it is. You ain't gonna help me out." Well, girl, if that's what it is, bitch, then sure. Because when it comes to mental health, I'm all I got right now, especially during these times. So I completely understand. Um, do what you gotta do. Absolutely, but let's go ahead and get into it. I'm gonna throw it to you, baby. I know you got lots to say. <laughs> Before I drag Joe Biden, this is just, in general, just the fuckery that has been going on and people reacting to it. And then when I call it out and say, what, like, hey, this system needs to be gone. Like, you can't reform this shit. They are playing you. It's no old vote blue. That shit does not work. It's, they will still fuck you over, just like Joe Biden did with these fucking student loans, again, for the fifth time. Um, when I call it out, I'm suddenly the bad guy for saying that. And 
Bitch, I'm tired. Everyone's getting on my goddamn <laughs> nerves. Everybody. Everybody is getting on my goddamn nerves, bitch. Bitch, y'all ain't about to do a goddamn thing. So sit your ass down and shut mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. I get tired of every time some fuck shit happens. Oh my God. Did you hear what Joe Biden did? Oh my God. Congress and fucked us over again. Oh my God. They said it was going to reform it and black folks still being shot. Oh my God. You saw a police video. Y'all ain't going to do shit. You're still going to take your ass to work tomorrow. You're going to protest for three days and go back to work. You're still going to study. You're still going to uh, support and buy white products. You're still going to watch the damn playoffs. You're still going to watch the damn NFL. You're still going to support these big ass white corporations. Y'all ain't ready to do the real work. So when I say shit like this, this whole system needs to be eradicated. Oh, the reason you're so fucking stressed is because capitalism is kicking your ass. Oh my God, you can't be saying that, Aaron. That's too radical. That's too extreme. Bitch, shut up. I don't want to hear it. Y'all, y'all, like, how can you sit here and say all this shit about how you tired and you working 90 fucking, oh my God, they, they fucked over our student loans for the fifth time. But anyways, let's vote blue again. Wake up. I'm tired. But anyways, I'm going to read this article. Because, you know, at first it was fucking, oh, we're going to get rid of all the stupid loans. Then it's like, oh, we're just going to forgive up to $50,000. And then it was like, oh, we're going to forgive $10,000. And now it's like, oh, well, only a few of you can get that shit. And y'all are still like, oh, well, just vote blue no matter who. They still, it's better. Girl, fuck the whole system. Wake the fuck up. Y'all are so stuck on capitalism's ass. And it's just so sad. But anyways, let me read this article. So it says, in a remarkable reversal that will affect the fortunes of many student loan borrowers, the U.S. Department of Education has quietly changed its guidance around who qualifies for President Biden's sweeping student debt relief plan. At the center of the change are borrowers who took out federal student loans many years ago, both Perkins loans and federal family education loans. FFEL loans issued and managed by private banks, but guaranteed by the federal government, were once the mainstay of the federal student loan program until the FFEL program ended in 2010. Today, according to the federal data, more than 4 million borrowers still have commercially held FFEL loans. Until Thursday, the department's own website advised these borrowers that they could consolidate these loans into federal direct loans and thereby qualify for relief under Biden's debt cancellation program. This is going to affect a lot of people once again. Um, and at this point, I all I can do is just sit here and laugh. And for the people who are asking me, are you voting for the midterms? No, I am not voting for the midterms election. I don't give a damn how mad you get. White liberals, y'all can get mad at me. Oh, you're the reason why you ain't because of this. Y'all keep drinking the Kool-Aid. That's fine. Y'all like spit if it's in your food and not in your face. That's on you. I don't want the spit, period. It all needs to go. So I'm just tired, and that's just that on that. I'm done. That's my little tangent for today. I am I know I was all over the place, but. Oh, no. You're good to go because I feel like it demonstrates a lot of the frustration that a lot of us are feeling. Like, it was almost like, when the, you know, when the whole everything happened with COVID and the CDC was like, oh, first, you know, you got to quarantine 
for 14 days, three weeks, a month, and now it was three days because niggas needed to get back to work. And all of a sudden, the CDC said that guess what? Corona don't even, even infect the same way no more. Just go back to work, y'all. We'll worry about it later. Put on a mask. Um, and it's that the frustration of the back and forth, you're like, but I, people are actually dying from this and I actually want to keep myself safe, but you want to make money. W what am I supposed to do with that? And on the same end, when you think of people telling you, guess what? Please believe in the system, continue to vote for the system, continue to go ahead and believe in us as we shit on everything you bring to the table every <laughs> single day. You cannot expect, and this is, and, and people need to understand, it is privileged and very classist of people to say things like, well, if you're not willing to vote, you shouldn't have an opinion. When things like voter suppression exists not 60 years ago, not 30 years ago, there are literally people talking about it on TikTok, talking about the shit that happened to them in 2018, in 2016, in 2020. Stop it. And these were much bigger than just um, the national elections. We're talking about the elections that I actually believe in on a local level. They are, we have literal evidence of voter suppression. This is something you can look up. We see it. So I feel like people need to understand that when there is so much to fix, I don't know what makes you think going to this ballot box is going to fix something because that's not gonna fix it. We need to be making much bigger waves than trying to fight them at the ballot box while they say, well, I'm not sure if you're a US citizen. Nigga, I was born in Miami. The fuck you mean? That's an example of things that happen when black people try and vote at the polls. And I'm being for real. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even talking about my parents who cannot vote because they are not fucking US citizens. Oh, it's a lot, it's a lot to unpack. I feel like um, the, the blind faith is what a lot of us are the most frustrated with right now. I just, like I say it all the time, and I just feel like I'm in the twilight zone. <laughs> like I really, and I don't know, is it bad that I interpret the patterns that I see and call it out? Like, is that a bad thing for me to do that? Because why, it would not, nothing's changing. Nothing is changing. <laughs> like, so you will not have me, especially me being black, tell my black ass, well, Black people, y'all ain't gonna get nowhere because y'all ain't voting. And then when we do vote, we still getting shit on. Kiss my ass. This system was not made for us. This voting system was not made for us. They only did that shit. They said, here you go. Good boy, good girl. Now leave us the fuck alone. I see through the bullshit. And Americans don't know how to protest for shit. You have all these other countries protesting for weeks, months, doing what they gotta do. And they getting these fucking fucked up ass uh, people out of office and out of power that's fucking them over. You don't see them out here saying, oh, well, just all you got to do is just keep voting and keep giving away your tax dollars. Girl, get out of my face with that shit. It's true. And I think because 
the one of the reasons we can't get together on any point is we do have a very us versus them mentality. Like the ones who have a little bit of money are looking at the ones who got a little bit less money than them. Cause nigga, you, I'll be homeless in two checks. You'll be homeless in four. I don't know why we fighting, but okay. Um, but we'll we'll literally be pitting uh, one against the other. Like, oh well, you get food stamps, and I gotta buy my food instead of us all saying, nigga, food should be free. It grows out of the ground. Right. <laughs> but but instead, but instead, we'll go ahead and have those fights and say and then we'll uh, and then we'll have whole platforms based on oh the people who are trying to milk us dry the the welfare mamas and all of these different things when we find out that the people who are really bleeding us dry dry are lobbyists are the banks the people who we had to go ahead and literally give billions of dollars to where do you think the money came from they literally defund education for things like this. You don't mind your tax dollars going to that? Oh, but how dare this nigga over here get a $200 card for food? Like, but we have, we've mastered, we've been, like America has mastered at manipulating the American white man. Capitalism is designed Just, for, it's, capitalism is designed to put Americans against each other and point fingers, point fingers at each other rather than the system at hand. It's designed to have people say, well, why should my tax dollars pay for people to, to live? But you will never hear them complain about them wasting our tax dollars on imperializing other countries and starting wars. That's fine. You can do it our tax dollars with that. But when it comes to, for the betterment of society and helping each other out, um, we can't have that. Oh, my God. It's like they- Not free education. Yeah, not free education, not free shelter, not free food, not things that people need to survive. But I want my tax dollars to be wasted on wars and fucking imperialism. And girl, it's just a mess. And how do people not see that? The, the brainwashing has been intentional and thorough. Because listen, even to the point where I remember when I was homeless, I was beating myself up, even though I was homeless with two jobs. Nigga, I had two jobs while I was homeless. By the way, the key to being homeless is never feel like you're homeless, is to just work. Don't sleep, just work. Um, and <laughs> I was beating myself up because I was like, how could you get into this position? How could you let yourself get into this position? I was brainwashed into thinking this whole thing is my fault. Literally, you, you get brainwashed into thinking, well, guess what? You fucked up somewhere and this is why you are where you are. Instead of like looking at the system and seeing people in other countries who made the same decisions that I did and did not end up homeless on the street. Mm -hmm. We like living in other countries. <laughs> Capitalism is praised so much that it's like, if you're in America and you don't own a business and you're not exploiting people, then what the fuck are you doing with your life? Like, how dare you? It's so sad. <laughs> Remember during the pandemic, everybody, all I saw on Facebook, the most popular shit, 
So you took all this time and you didn't start yourself a business. You didn't go ahead and like find out what you were good at. I'm like, nigga, go ahead and pay back your PPP loan and shut the fuck up and leave the rest of us alone. Right. Shit. I don't know. It's like, I don't know, girl. Like I said, we're both uh, two people who are just waiting for the world to end anyway. Like, we're kind of looking forward to it. <laughs> but it's like... I mean, I'm prepared. I'm prepared. Like, girl, I do what I have to do. I, I'm literally, like, if they say an asteroid is about to hit in two weeks, I'm going to be throwing watch parties, an asteroid watch party at my place. And you think I'm playing. Like, I'm being for real. <laughs> no, I know you are. But sadly, that's not the way the world is going to end. I don't believe that. I think that if the world is going to end, it's going to be a much slower hill it's and it, it, it would only be so nice if it could be like bang it's over nah nigga <laughs> it's probably going to end by um nuclear war to be honest either that or yeah um yeah because again humans just fuck up everything they touch we yeah we're going to be global warming is going to do huge things to us and that is going to cause us to fight over resources shit is going to get bloody the class wars will start yeah it's this is why i'm very pro the woods you feel me i'm just people don't get it like i I, i'm very pro nigga let's go to the woods like like you, you they want to make us they want to make it scary that's why they put the movies but the food's out there so the woods. I don't know why. Why we would. This is silly. What are we doing out here with all these fucking buildings? This is dumb. Let's go back to. But you know, that's me. I'm. I'm very much Girl, prepared. Listen. I already got my herbs book. That's when we get this RV. Like, that's what folks looking at us crazy. Like, oh my god, you don't want a big ass house, a white picket fence. Like, girl, that shit is so overrated. What do you want? A simple life. So when the apocalypse does happen, we can get away from you niggas. Because I ain't got time. This shit is not that deep, girl. As long as I'm happy and comfortable, then I am fine. Um, like I am now. People are like, oh, you ain't gotta. No, I don't, and I don't want to, bitch. I feel like what people don't understand is we value quality of life versus the suffering to get the quality of life that you think is what is supposed to be upper echelon. Because that's not success to me. Having a big ass house with not enough people to live in it, it's so damn big, doesn't make me happy. Do you know what I mean? Like, it would be cool to like, oh, like if I was going to rent it out for a big ass party for like me and all of my friends, or if we found out an asteroid was coming, let's rent out a fucking mansion, bitch. You know, I could totally see doing that. But as far as like that's supposed, that is supposed to be like a symbol of success. I don't, I don't see it like that. Like I see a symbol of success as us growing our platform and having like black queer kids off the street and like in in places where they're safe. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't know. We're not the same, Shadi. Like that's how that's really how I feel. <laughs> That's really what it boils down to. What you you getting a car and people, you know what I thought was weird when somebody buys like a fancy car and somebody's like, congratulations. Now, what's this congratulations for? Really? Like I've always because I like I remember like and maybe it was because I was homeschooled, but growing up, I was always like, 
He spent a bunch of money and you thanked him? We, and we again, capitalism, we celebrate social status. Like you're, if your social status is above someone else's, that's a good thing because how dare you be a quote unquote peasant or poor? Like girl, you need to be, you should have two big ass $500,000 cars and you need to have a big ass white picket fence house. If you're not, then what else, what are you doing with your life? It's pretty much what it means. And isn't that how people shit on each other all the time? I got more than you. That's literally, that's literally the flex of every, every rapper, every, of every man, let's be honest. That's the flex. I have more than you. And it's like, I'm always like more of what? I know you can't have more love. (laughs) You can't can't have more. (laughs) Let me stop. Once you get everything that you want. (laughs) And like, once you can literally get anything that you want, whenever you want, okay, now what? <laughs> like, now what? It's like, girl. Seriously. Think about Jeff Bezos. Billions and billions and billions of dollars. So we we are trying to figure out how we can take care of our parents. At least me, I'm just like, you know, my mom is taking care of me and the least I could do is make sure that she don't have to work no more. Like that's that's one of my biggest goals. Like that, okay, see, that's success. For me, making sure my mom doesn't have to go ahead and lift a finger ever again after doing everything she's done for me, boom, success. That to me is successful. Jeff Bezos, like I can't, you know he's about to, he's super close. If not, he, I think he just made status. He's about to be a trillionaire now. Trillionaire. You need that much fucking money? I can't, like, I can't stand his Peabody head ass to be, like, he gets on my fucking nerves. It's like, and you really think after all this, you're like, oh, but look what he's investing in and look at what he's doing. And he was just like, it's a little kid with an ant box. Now he's like, let's go to space. Infinity and beyond. Like, do you, do, you, do you see what's going on? There are people out here that are dying in the fucking streets. I was just talking to a person who literally works at one of the detention centers where the children who are separated from their parents. Oh, by the way, newsflash, they're still separated. And the, a person who worked at one of those detention centers, uh, detention centers with those separated children. How many years have gone past, by the way, guys? Uh, and then, and you like, want to go to space? Girl, listen, white people didn't call. They said, girl, we Earth isn't enough. We got to colonize some more planets. But listen, and they really will. And they really will. But like when he said, I want to thank the Amazon workers because y'all are the reason that I was able to go to space. <laughs> Girl, guillotines. And then when I say, hey, billionaires should not exist. Oh my God, Aaron, you can't say that because that's too radical and that's too extreme. But you just complain. You complain every day about being fucked over and being exploited. And this is why, because you keep kissing their ass and defending them as if you're getting a piece of the cut. For real. Like, you, you, like, honestly, they, they'd be um, defending them so hard, like, they about to invest in your lash business. I'm trying to figure out why you going as hard as you going. It is ridiculous because you definitely ain't gonna got no money in the bank. I know you don't. And be the biggest defenders of capitalism. Girl, how you claim to be a capitalist and you ain't got no capital? 
Girl. This wasn't for you, babe. This is not even the conversation you you should be in. Like, honestly, Jeff Bezos should say, you don't even go here. You don't go here, my love. You Jeff know? Bezos looked down at y'all like, girl, if y'all don't shut up and give me some more coin while I exploit you Listen. Hi, Erin. Oh, Hi, Sid. I was asking about you last week. Period. The title already giving me chills. Period. Voting blue is still destroying us. If you vote blue, you're a fool. Period. That's just how I look at it. Um, both parties are not perfect, but if I had to choose, I would definitely be more right, minus the religious aspect. Um, <laughs> but overall, I do tend to uh, lean more towards right-wing policies because it's just, they just tend to make more sense, you know? Um, I, I do believe in, um, you know putting the country first and economically and politically it's kind of fucked up but you know no system is perfect we just need to work at it uh work on it per se and work together you know but um yeah i'm here supporting yeah <laughs> oh 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 bianca oh bianca oh you landed in the wrong place baby i am so sorry i don't know what you thought this was no 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 no, 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 no. Oh my God, no. Not at all, baby. Jesus. Dear Lord have mercy. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't. Did you think you thought we were conservatives? How? How, baby? How? No. No, 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 no. I feel like that woman, I feel like that woman from, uh, from the movie, Get Out, you know, uh, when she walked into, no, 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 no. I'm not Like, this, you, you got it. <laughs> I got Yeah, um, so me and Sydney are both socialists. Well, I'm far to the left and Sydney is. I, girl, the whole system needs to be destroyed and I don't think billionaires should exist. I'm very far left, and to be, and the things that I want to say, I can't say on stereo. That's how far left I am. Um, I believe anything left of socialism is considered conservative in my eyes. I don't trust liberals. I don't trust white liberals, especially, especially the uh, the ones who really just really want to understand what the niggers are going through. And then when I tell them my experience, oh, well, y'all should just voted blue and. Y'all just need to stop complaining and pull your pants up and stop having your music too loud and maybe you won't get shot by the police. But I voted for Obama, so I'm not racist. The whole system needs to be gone. You rat destroy. Yeah, no. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, Erin. Hey, Sid. Shout out to the room. And yes, I agree. I, I just want to be happy. And simplicity makes me happy. I think there's some type of... um. I want to say some type of psych uh, psychological link to people who like to have a lot of things. They feel like they need to yeah. feel everything. And usually it's because you're missing something on the inside. So there's that. Got to do some soul searching. Some shit money you know? literally cannot buy. Good Lord. It's so true. Because uh, I feel like there's a lot of us who are missing some things like internally, like deeply. And we use a lot of shit to cover it up. And it's easy. It's really easy to walk around with mental illness in America. I need you to understand that. They keep us really busy. I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> but they keep us super busy <laughs> so that we don't actually have time to work out our mental illness. Yeah. So bad. So, uh, if you miss a day of work, it's designed to make you feel like shit. 
if you miss like a week of work. Like, oh my God, I'm I'm just I just feel so lazy. That's how strong capitalism is. Girl, I one time I didn't go to work for two weeks. I didn't give a damn. I my mom was like, You need to go back to work. Girl, I'm not doing that dumb ass shit. I have plenty of vacation hours. I'm gonna use them hoes up. And even if I didn't have vacation hours, bitch, you're not gonna have me feel guilty for not making a CEO rich as hell and I'm still getting exploited. So that's just that on that. Just saying. Um, And also, just so everybody can understand, like this is a show uh, where we are, this is a for black queer people and we are leftist, socialist, (laughs) communist, uh, with a little dash of anarchist, you know, if you catch me then I feel like (laughs) nasty on Wednesdays, okay? So like you we're not we're not that. Just put that out there. Like we're not when it comes to the system, the political spectrum, like when we say leftist, we're not talking about Democrat, we're not talking about blue, we're not talking about liberal. We're talking about like we're not on the grid. Like this system needs to be like gone. It it's not working, it does not work. The only way America is not great, America will never be great. The only way that America will be great is if it destroys itself. Now, I'm not saying that a, a revolution needs to be violent. Political revolutions happen all the time. History has shown this in many countries. But girl, this ain't it, honey. Mm-mm. And and it's gotten to the point where it's like for especially people in my generation, people who were born in the eighties, it is um I'm not trying to fight for this shit. I'm trying to get out. I'm trying to get out like a runaway slave. I need to understand. I, 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 at this point, am not trying to save this shit. I am trying to save money so I can get the fuck out this bitch. Because you guys are like, obviously, like very committed to this sickness, which is, um, trying to either keep up with the Joneses, the conservative bullshit. Like there's there's so much just like pure sickness that's going on that nobody even wants to talk about. Black women dying in hospitals at basically the same rate that black men are dying in the hands of the police. Like we have black queer people dying in the streets right now. And you think that I'm going to sit here and try to vote for my human interests? Bitch, me, what if I'm not here to vote for the human interests? Maybe I should go someplace where I have like a better mortality rate. I'm just saying. Girl, these people do not give a damn about us. They only give a damn about lobbyists and people who's going to give them more money. It's all about the money. So um, also, side note, did you see, I'm not going to say his name, but he's a white liberal and he's very well known on here. Um, He's probably doing a talk about our show right now because he saw the title and was like, oh my God, y'all can't be saying that. And you can't vote. Voting red ain't the answer. So you got to vote blue. It's like they're so stuck in this system. But he's very well known. I'm not going to say his name. I would drag him, but that'd be too easy. So, <laughs> girl, mess <Shots> fires. <laughs> yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Way more conservative than uh, left wing. Uh, there's many reasons why. Because uh, I don't see how uh, left wing is benefiting us as black people as a collective. I just don't see it. But hey, I just go off of the facts. That's all. But we all may have our differences. So I mean, I have my own brother who's more left wing and I'm more right wing. <laughs> and we guess what? 
We'll take a shot, talk about it, laugh, and then keep it pushing. I feel well, y'all are related, so I guess that's a good thing. I don't, I don't really, I can't take a shot with people who may be like voting for my own oppression. So, so you know, but do your thing. I want us as it would be nice, you know, just if black people as a whole didn't I'm not saying I'm not saying don't vote. Do what you gotta do, girl. Uh I just wish black people would understand that this two party system was not made for them, period. Rather you vote blue, liberal, conservative, or Republican. The the system wasn't made for black people at all. So, and I, like, again, black communist parties who were trying to get rid of this shit to begin with, that's where I'm at. Very much Malcolm X, very much, like, girl. But I see the vision. (laughs) Listen, I need people to understand that whether you are going to stay here and fight the madness or you have decided to cut and run like myself, Cause that's what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, regardless of which side that you're uh, that you're on, I feel like people got to understand that the one thing that we should all be able to agree on is that this current two party system, this whole left wing right wing bullshit, has been bullshit for a really long time. The the um, party of family values. <laughs> Girl, what are you talking? And then you got the Democrats talking about, you know, we are the world and we love the gays, bitch. Girl, you wouldn't even codify Roe versus Wade for women, and you had fifty years to fucking do it. You're a useless piece of shit. And then you have Republicans and conservatives fucking like dancing about the fact that women can't own their own bodies in certain states. What are we talking about? The Democrats love to cater to black people when it benefits them. Does, do you remember when they all put on like dashikis and shit for uh, Juneteenth? And you had like you, you Nancy had these, Pelosi. You had Nancy Pelosi's mosquito fast ass wearing a dashiki, acting like she cared about black folks, posing for pictures and shit. Y'all asses don't care about black folks like that. Democrat, y'all are racist as hell too. Y'all can get dragged. And I still remember that video of Joe Biden saying the N word. I will bring it up every time, mm-hmm. bitch. Also sniffing people's heads and making bitches feel uncomfortable. I remember. Listen. Messages. <laughs> Much love to both of the most beautiful people on the planet. And I mean that genuinely. I love listening to y'all. Y'all my folks. Love y'all very, very much. Um, shout out to Aaron. Hey, my baby. Instead, how you doing, love? I hope you are both having a wonderful week, a wonderful motherfucking day. I know I'm late to the motherfucking party, but, you know, I'm going to sit at the back of the classroom and just sit my ass down, you know, pull out my pencil, and I will be here. <laughs> Thank you. Period. I think people just don't have a proper understanding of what being a leftist is and just the political spectrum just in general. I think that's where like the whole fucking thing comes up because I'm sorry, if you're a Democrat, you're not a fucking leftist. 
Like, you're not. You're not. Democrats are just, you know, more quiet, subtle fucking conservatives. That's all they fucking are. Um, leftists, like, and it's crazy, too, what America considers leftists, right? Like, universal health care, oh, you're a fucking socialist. It's like, do you not understand, like, how many EU countries practice that? And it's like, Democrats, their way of thinking literally is considered conservative thought in a lot of European countries. Whether what you would consider an extreme leftist in America would be considered just a regular leftist thinking, not even entirely progressive because that country has already progressed so much. Yeah, like, girl, it's like universal health care is not like it's some countries universal health care it's like a given and conservatives agree with that in other countries but here oh my god you're too radical you're, you're, it's it's a mess okay let's move on to fuck Kunye West come on Kunye come to the front come to the front baby I feel like I'm in church again you know, when you're in the back of the church <laughs> and somebody kind of come and bend the knee at the front. Come on, Kanye. Come on. Come on, baby. Yes, sir. And this is the thing. In fact, you know what? Let's <laughs> let's get into the article first. Because I see you actually have one pinned. I'm trying to pin it now. Hold on. <laughs> this is really <laughs> sad, though, because... Everyone, I keep hearing cishead black men say, oh my God, he's a genius. I'm still waiting for evidence of that. Um, genius in being a coon, genius in white <laughs> mediocrity. I, um, a genius in media manipulation. I think that's true. He is an absolute genius when it comes to media manipulation, because I feel like I, I this may be an un, an unpopular hot take, but I know we always say I miss old Kanye. I think Kanye back then was probably a piece of shit too. There it is. But I think, but I think he knew his audience. I think he knew that black people were going to be the ones to propel him. And now we see the way he's acting right now. It's just because he no longer needs the black audience. So he can continue to pander to the white one. He doesn't need us anymore. So he doesn't have to go on a, a telethon during Katrina and say George Bush doesn't like black people. He was playing to a base. He was pandering to a base. We were the base that he was pandering to. And I don't think that we want to admit that because then we have to realize that we were completely fooled, that we drank the Kool-Aid, and we did. Jesus Walks was a joint, nigga. I don't know what you want me to do. It was fucked up, all right? Pound Cake is still a song I like to jam. But the fact of the matter is, is that regardless of how much that I like his music, I am not going to be so enamored by the sounds that I don't listen to the words that he's literally telling us, that he's actually saying. Notice, 
how he will first go from, and this is something, because he, he'll go back and forth. He'll weaponize his blackness whenever he feels like it is necessary. If he feels attacked in the media, it's like, oh, how can you come down on a black man and tear down a black man trying to fight for his black children? Blah, 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 over troubled waters and all the good shit, right? But then as soon as things are going well, it's slavery is a choice. As soon as things are going well, he wants to go ahead and hump Donald Trump's leg in the White House. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like let's be real. It, he goes back and forth. Ray J does the exact same thing. By the way, I, I, the reason why I'm comparing the two because I feel like those niggas is just alike. I know, I know. It's yeah, just like Ray J are. just has no talent. But I feel like they're literally the same person. I saw his bobblehead ass defending him. It's in the comments too, and that's the thing. Kanye West knows his audience. Um, Kanye West's audience is basically a bunch of white men who get excited and like to thrust themselves into a piece of black culture and probably say the n word when no one's looking, especially when rapping to his songs, and definitely get excited now that he supports Trump. So that's most of his fan base. So of course he's going to come out with this White Lives Matter t-shirt because he's bored and his name is not trending. And this is really sad. And then who better to get that on his side than Kundis Owens? Listen, Kunisha, Kunifa, listen, whatever you want to call it. Listen, child, also come to the front. First of all, girl, the way that you relax the shit out of your hair, it looks like it's dying all the time. I want you to use some moisturizer. I want you to get a good black girl conditioner. I know your husband is white, but you can still buy our products. You can't, it's, like, girl, it's allowed. It looks like a skunk tail is on top of your head. Now, is, I'm going to read this article and it says, on Monday, the 45 year old rapper I didn't know he was 45. He acting like 15. The 45-year-old rapper presented his Yeezy Season 9 collection in Paris wearing a black shirt with the slogan, White Lives Matter. The front of the shirt featured the Pope's face. Several models in the presentation wore various versions of the same design, according to the videos posted on social media. Candace Owens also attended the surprise show and wore the same shirt, but in white. The Anti-Defamation League declared that White Lives Matter, or WLM, a hate slogan. The phrase has been adopted by white supremacist groups, including the Ku Klux Klan, as a response to the Black Lives Matter movement. I remember that, and I feel like, of course his dumbass didn't know that. Of course, Kanye, doesn't, Kanye doesn't think, he doesn't have critical thinking skills. I remember when they came out and said White Lives Matter. A lot of white Do you really think he doesn't know? That. Listen, listen. I, 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 do you really think he didn't know? Or does he just know how to get spoken about? Mm. Do you really think that he has no clue that white lives matter is a controversial topic? Do you really think that that... The, 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 oh, uh, 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 uh. See, this is the thing. And I feel like the best version of the events is if he really didn't know, which I don't believe. The best version of events is that he didn't know, which just means he's stupid. But I think this man is a media savant. So I think he's just evil. 
I think he knows exactly how to get us riled up. He's literally been learning from the Kardashians from a decade. He knows exactly what to do to piss us the fuck off, to get everybody speaking, and also to get his blind, leading the blind ass supporters who are still like Kanye for 2024. <sighs> and then he also quotes, I am Ye, and everyone here knows that I am the leader. This was addressing, who was he talking to? Calling out Bernard Arnold, I think it's her. I don't know. He was going back and forth on social media with some black lady. I'm tired. Of course he was. Of course he was. He's not going to go back and forth with another white man. No, daddy. I thought I said something that you liked. Oh, no, he's not going to go back and forth with his siblings. No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I, don't, I don't think that's what's going to happen at all. Just going to keep it, keep it 100. <laughs> I just jumped in here and uh, missed kind of like everything. But I think the difference between Kanye and Ray J, though, is that Ray J is more self-aware and he'll troll himself and acknowledge that he was being ridiculous. And then he'll play off it, too, whereas... Kanye has no self-awareness and no sense of humor and can't laugh at himself. I think there's a big difference there. That is that is very true. I can I can't agree to that because Ray J, you know, he always be wildin', you know, I feel you, you know, you know, Ray J's always doing a lot. But the one thing that you can say is that even though he's like out of his mind, a lot of times he will go ahead and be like, Yeah, I was being real fucked up that one time. The princess. I don't know why I did that to Pricky that one time, but I totally did it. And I really feel bad about it, Shorty. We gotta talk about it in therapy tomorrow. You feel me? Like he at least say something. Uh, but that's and about then it. of course um you had a lot of once he posted that white supremacists came out supporting what he said. Yeah, white lives do matter. It's like girl. White lives have always mattered since the beginning of time, and they still only, they're at the very top still. This is why white supremacy is a thing. I don't know why he felt the need to come up with that. Um, we know why. Well, I We're know talking why. about it's it right like, now. Damn. I know, because it's like, yo, you still look like one of us, but we have to, like, you know, treat you like Harriet Tubman would, and, she, and like, literally, we gotta, you know, shoot your proverbial character in the street. We can't fuck with you no more, right? You, you do it too much. How much do you want to bet that a lot of straight black men are still going to listen to his music and are still going to defend him? I want to say of all of his original Kanye West fans, I feel like he's only lost maybe 30% of the originals. Maybe. I think his base of old heads who was there through high school dropout, you know, through the wire, who was like, because I too was a Kanye fan, guys. Uh, you know, who was really there while he was really coming up and shit. Mm, a lot of them are ignoring completely everything, or in fact, are saying shit like, why are we going to go through, go go in on Kanye and not go in on all of these other people who are doing bad shit? And you're just like, okay, walk and chew them at the same time. Both bad both know mm? 
but they can't do that. Not 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 his original fans. I'm sorry. He still got that heavy 70%. I'm sorry. I I, I feel that for real. Girl, at this point. <laughs> I, I don't know, girl. Cause you know it's bad when Lil Boosie comes out and says something like, hold up now. <laughs> Lil Boosie even says something smart. A tiny bit smart. I still can't stand his. Ooh, I still can't stand him, but listen. the one thing that he got right was, girl, this ain't it. Listen, Boosie, as I like to call him, the original Louisiana River Cricket, let me tell you something. <laughs> that nigga, well, honestly, he's said two smart things in the last few weeks, and I am gobsmacked. First, he said that the whole Dahmer series needed to be shut down because the families weren't getting money. I'm like, does he know he's defending gay people? I don't think he knows, don't tell him. Then he goes ahead, <laughs> then he goes ahead and says, yo, Kanye West, nigga, I think you tripping. And I'm just like, <gasps> I mean, this is probably the lightest version of like holding somebody accountable that could possibly be like Jesus oh, yeah, be a feather, but still, yeah, but still, the you most, know, that's, uh, when black men hold each other accountable, it's like, oh, well, let's let's chill out a little bit, huh? They're not going to be like, what you're doing yeah, is fucked up, and here's why you look like a dumbass saying this dumbass. They're not going to do all that. They're going to say, no, I, 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 I can't ride with that, but I like your shoes, though. But I can't. <laughs> you know they do. <laughs> Messages. I don't know. I'm going to say, I don't know if he didn't know. Like, because why bring Candace fucking Owens? I feel like that is a statement alone. Like, you already know Candace, Owen, Candace Owens is very famous for saying a lot of anti-Semitic, which for a while, Kanye guess was definitely on the Israelite ship. He was definitely behind that. She has said a lot of anti-black shit. That's why she was hired on the Daily Wire as the designated nigga to say this shit, you know, because apparently it sounds better when, you know, anti-blackness comes out of a black person's mouth. You know, it's like, oh, it's not yeah. us saying it. It's it's the black girl and, and part of our crew. Like, she's saying it, you know, type shit. So it's just like, I don't know. I, I really don't think he did not know what that was meaning. Because, like, that, that alone is a huge fucking statement. I, listen, I'm sorry. This seems very purposeful. I think that this man is looking at us and laughing. Real talk. I really feel like he is doing this shit to get at a rise out of people. And now he knows who to get a rise out of because he's appealing to his base. He just wants to be in the center, center of whiteness. I know that you guys don't think this was always his goal, but he used us, baby. He used us. I know it doesn't feel good. He definitely used them. Girl, listen, that's why he put out that damn. He said, girl, I know black folks love gospel. <clears throat> Let me go ahead and pretend like I'm a Christian this week and put out a gospel album so they black asses can listen to it because they love God. Good Sunday. And go back to doing the same fucked up shit and hold a fake ass gospel conference and for TV. Black folks love and they ate it up, too. The Saints ate it up, and now we're going back to the fuckery. He's and now he's talking about some. Um, the reason he did it is because everyone quotes, everyone knows that Black Lives Matter is a scam. Now it's over. You're welcome, he says. Now, yes, now when it comes as far as like Black Lives Matter, there are people who are sporting 
this uh, Black Lives Matter shit and usually making capital off of it by the name. However, White Lives Matter and Black Lives Matter has two different meanings. This is the thing. He knows all of this. This is we we are trying to go ahead and dissect this nigga. There's nothing to dissect. Like, like, let me tell you something. Joe Button is gonna have a whole think piece on this later. <laughs> Which, um, uh, uh, we 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 might have to talk about that if we run all the way through, because uh, Joe Button and that um whole nice little clip that he put out there about, you know, sometimes I would just pretend to put on a condom. I don't know what the problem is. Oh yeah, basically he basically said he sometimes raised people <laughs> without. Yeah, and then I hate it. And then after, and then after the internet revolted, do you know what he said? You just want to see a black man in jail. I was like, this doing that shit. <laughs> Why do rich black men always do that? They will weaponize their blackness whenever it is necessary for them. But Joe Budden, like, I hate to, like, say, but you, you don't even date black women like that. You like, the, you like the women who are shaped like us, but they won't actually claim being black. I, I saw Tahiri, bitch. Tahiri shaped like me, man. <laughs> except with her, you know, except for a tummy tuck. <laughs> I got the fupa for you to sit under, okay? I got shelter for a nigga, that's okay. <laughs> Not shelter, But bitch. real tough. <laughs> <laughs> no, but girl, listen. He, yeah, I noticed that straight black men do this. It's like, hey, girl, what you said was giving is kind of rapey. It, no, you just trying to tear down a black man. All I just—it's like, girl, they pick and choose. Or, or, or you shouldn't like pretend to put on a condom because otherwise she wouldn't have had sex with you. Therefore, taking away her consent. Therefore, this being sexual assault. No? No? Okay. <sighs> this is and like people probably bring up the fact that he has been clinically diagnosed with like bipolar disorder. So he clearly is not mentally okay. And it doesn't help the fact either that he's a fucking narcissist. I think that's pretty evident, even just by his um documentary, which I did watch because I was just curious. Like, were you always this way? And it turns out Kanye was kinda always this way. Um, it just seems like after his mother passed and he just started spiraling. Like so we found out he has bipolar disorder and he's very openly said that he doesn't take his medication. So it's just and like that's the problem. You know, like maybe he is a fucked up person, but putting a, you know, mental health issue on top of that just makes you a little bit more fucked up because you really just don't have like no cautious thinking like at all about what the fuck you're doing. And um, it's just a little concerning. Girl, he making this look bad out here, girl, because as someone who is me myself, <laughs> I am diagnosed with type two bipolar depression. Girl, take, take your damn medication, girl. <laughs> but, but I'm going to be honest. I don't have sympathy for people who have mental illness and are cognizant to know that they need to take medication and decide that they just don't want to, even when they know how much it affects the people around them. And then I'm supposed to go ahead and give them sympathy and be like, oh, well, they have a mental illness and let that be their excuse to treat people like shit. Sorry, that's not that's not going to fly over here. I'm sorry. That's not going to fly mm -hmm. over here. 
It's yeah. But I don't know. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Um, a lot of just straight black men in general in the rap industry are getting their ass ate up. Um, then you got now you got Tory Lanez coming out saying, "Oh my God, I gotta go to y'all. Really did it. Y'all won, and y'all got me going to prison next month for twenty four years." Play stupid games, win stupid prizes, sir. Why'd you shoot? <laughs> are you? What are you talking about? <laughs> talking about y'all won. You. Did we tell Megan, dance, bitch, dance? That was you. Did we jump August Alcina? What what are you like, sir? What are we talking about? What are you talking about, sir? um, You're not not making sense. Same for the baby talking about I've been blackballed with girl, he ain't using that word right. Y'all be doing this shit to yourself. You you the one slapped the black woman upside the face. You the one uh, being serophobic, talking about HIV stigma and, and gay people. You the one saying all this shit. And then when it comes back to bite you in the ass, oh my God, I'm being blackballed. Let me tell you something. Black women made the baby. Let's be real. Black women, like myself, loved our little pocket thug before he started talking. Okay? Before he started being verbal, we thought his teeth were too big for him to make sentences. But lo and behold, that's not <laughs> the truth. Uh, it's like, girl, you he got some nerve being like treating black women like that because it's like, girl, your music ain't all that, to be honest, girl. They say you giving the girl Scooby-Doo beats every song. Girl, we're getting tired of these damn Scooby-Doo ass beats and you got the same flute playing in the background. Girl, try something <laughs> else. You like honestly, and this is the thing. And then you tried, and then the baby tried to use Megan for clout by trying to say, "Oh, I fucked her," and like, and said it in a song. And they okay, only yeah. streamed the clip, and they never streamed the song. So, sir, what did you do? Are you not embarrassed? I would be embarrassed. Um, and this is the thing. Remember when he was supporting uh, Danny Lay? with the whole yellow bone is what he wants just to go ahead and treat his preference like shit in front of the world? Like, did you really think you were going to do all of that unscathed? I'm sorry, but today... Well, yeah, because in order not... to be in order to be a real man, you have to treat your woman like shit in front of your other homeboys because you, you're not truly a real man if you don't get validation from, from other niggas instead of your wife or the person that you're with. It's real. It's so embarrassing. I was never with you. You're my side bitch. It was just, it's really low class, and like the baby literally has like murdered people. I don't understand why we were still caving for this nigga in the first place. So it's a shock to me that this happened so late. To be real, the fact that all of a sudden the ticket lining, the ticket shit isn't is drying up, and so on and so forth. But it all makes sense. This is not blackballing. This is the consequence of one's action. These niggas love saying you were my side bitch, but let a let a, a woman say, "Oh, well, you you was my side nigga." Nah, you just a slut. You a hoe, girl. Sh- they pick, again double standards. Nigga, um. <sighs> <sighs> right. did we pull the trigger on Megan? Like I'm confused. Did we pull the trigger? <laughs> oh, was we in that car whispering in your ear, telling you to act the fuck up? Hold up. Let me go ask somebody. Maybe I forgot. Maybe I just, you know, was on some shit. 
bruh, like you apparated like it was Harry Potter. You was there too. Shit. Like, um, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, enough with this motherfucker. We can move on to the next Indeed. topic. Indeed. So, as often as we are always talking about um, the terrible things that are going on in the world because the earth is ghetto, uh, uh, just so you know, um, news in hasn't changed. It's still it's still terrible. And what's worse is that it's um, exponentially becoming alarming. Like at first it was like, we knew that when Roe versus Wade was overturned, that a lot of shit was gonna be able to fly in places it wasn't gonna be able to fly before. But, uh, and we have already heard about um, rape victims um, being told that their children have to see the rapist. Like, oh, well, that's still their father. Nigga, what? How, how do we constitute that? Do you know what I mean? And now, like I said, because it is becoming worse, parable of the sour, parable of the talents, Octavia Butler, somebody read it, baby. Uh, um, here's just more examples of what's of what's to come. Like, it's it's going to get bad, and it's going to get bad real quick. A judge thrust into the national and international spotlight over a questionable decision he made to force a victim to pay her rapist child support. Well, tonight he's once again at the center of controversy. There is another egregious case raising questions about his decision making. The investigative unit, Chris Nakamoto, with more on what he's done now. Sylvia, despite two men being arrested for allegedly molesting a six-year-old, the judge ordered the child to continue showing up at the location where prosecutors say she was assaulted for unsupervised visits. Lawyers say they've never seen something like this before. Sometimes a child's thoughts penned to paper can offer insight into exactly what's going on. Disturbing dreams waking a seven-year-old in the middle of the night after wetting the bed. And he's still... (sighs) <sighs> I I don't even know what to say. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't even I don't even know what to say anymore. Like this this is this is real life. What? You sent them back. You sent her back to her abuser. Child support. Can I go ahead and just put out to the listeners in the room thoughts? <laughs> thoughts, guys. Uh, thoughts. Six years old. to pay child support after she was the one that was raped. What the fuck is wrong with people? I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. You can't, there's no way you can make, how, what could the judge have possibly said to justify this shit? You can't justify a six-year-old, first of all, getting raped and then having to pay, there's nothing you can say. I'm not trying to hear nothing. So what the fuck, how the fuck I am. 
this is going to become more rampant. This is going to become more normal. There's an up. Remember how there was an uproar when Roe versus Wade was overturned, and now people don't even seem to give a fuck about it. See how people are uh, all outraged about what's going on, but nobody's overturned that decision. Nothing's changing because of the outrage or what have you. They're trying to get us used to this shit. I need you to understand that this that that's what this that's what's going on right now. They are trying to desensitize us to the madness so it can continue. Yeah, and that's why me and you trying to get out the country now, girl, because like you said, every time some shit happens, every time our rights get, talk, get taken away, every time something fucked up happens to us, we protest for three days, and then we go back to work and forget about it. Like you said, Ruby Wade yeah. is gone, still. And no one's yeah. talking about it. No one gives a fuck anymore. And they say, oh, well, if that's the case, let's take away some more shit. Americans can't protest for shit. Really? so, like, they, it's really sad. And that's what we gotta get the fuck out of here before it's too late. It's just so. Oh God, it's fucking horrifying, bro. It's horrifying. This is what this is the evil of science fiction novels. At at the beginning of the toppling of a society. Like, are we not? Are you not? Like, I feel like I'm the only one seeing. Like, nigga, are you seeing it? Are you seeing it? Because <laughs> I'm seeing it, and it's just like, um, that's the thing, though. I haven't seen this movie. And at the beginning, just like my, that's why I had my rent at the beginning of this show. Y'all ain't gonna do shit about it. American culture is so deeply, like, it's so deeply committed to just everyday, like, capitalism. Like, girl, y'all ain't gonna do shit when y'all's rights get taken away. You still gonna continue to take your ass to work. You still gonna continue to vote about making this, keeping the system the way it is. You're still going to watch the NFL play game. You're still going to watch the playoff. You're still going to keep supporting these big-ass white companies. Y'all ain't going to do shit, and it's really sad. We've been, like, conditioned to be numb to this shit. We're talking a six-year-old girl got raped and has to pay child support. Six years old. I, and I, I just... guarantee you, next week, no one's going to be talking about this shit. I feel like we're, 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 we're going to continue to see insane shit and we're gonna go ahead and be like oh my god i can't believe that's happening and then we're just gonna keep it pushing until the next crazy thing happens we already had a woman who like literally died from being pregnant but the but the um the fetus wasn't viable like we knew like i believe it didn't have a cranium or something like there was no head literally so the baby wasn't going to be viable when it was born but they were they couldn't go ahead and abort the child, so they literally let this woman go home because they said they can't do anything until there's no heartbeat, and she died of sepsis. The the corpse in her body poisoned her, and she died at home. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I literally can't even process that. I literally can't like how the fuck did that fly I this is why I say bro like oh my god dead men can't rape molest do none of that shit guillotine guillotine period yeah.
normally I'm not for like vigilante justice and I'm very anti that because I do believe in like civility to a certain degree but at this point it's just like what the fuck else is there left what the fuck else are we meant to do like you're paying child support to your rapist what the fuck like oh my god like yo I please don't ever put me in that situation because I like yo I'm killing him like I'm literally fucking murdering you because there's no way because at this point the laws don't protect me as if the law ever gave a fuck about me but now which is blatantly y'all really just don't give a fuck and that's very very clear and adamant so at this point it feels like yo we gotta take shit into our own hands because like who the fuck else is gonna do it right let's like girl you you don't you're like I'm all for it kill your rapist period yeah, literally. Whew. But I mean, say I like we have to move on. <laughs> but it's like this is this is why I'm saying to everybody, like, if you want to stay and fight, I don't blame you. But we we leave it. I can't. We can't do this. We get the this fuck shit? out of here. I'm sorry. You you out your goddamn mind. I, no, no, no. Nope. Not me. And it, it just, and I keep hearing people say, oh, well, no, don't leave. Like, we're still a free country. Girl, where? Where are we free? What are you talking um, about? Did you, did you know in certain um, southern states that if a person catches a child in the bathroom, and he doesn't, he or she doesn't match the gender on the door, they can report it and get $2,500. What country is the free one that you speak of? Now, is it better than what's going on in Iran right now? Well done, nigga. Well done. There's, there's, there's slavery in certain parts of Liberia with actual human people. Yes, we get it. <laughs> like, my God. We're not going to pretend there's not absolute terrible things going on in other parts of the country, but I'm just saying right here, the fact that we use slavery inside of our prison systems instead just so we can build shitty furniture and license plates, it's still happening here too, boo. It's just behind closed doors where it looks nice and civil for you bitches. Right. <sighs> like I said, I'm I, I wanna set off what's that what's that volcanic uh place called? It's a park and it's like extinct, but it's like it could erupt at any moment. I wanna set that bitch off. <laughs> Yellowstone, I think. Listen, only because I'm not dying by burn. So you doing that on your own. <laughs> Um, no, I'm sorry. Listen, I already, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's going to give me flashbacks because, well, if you don't know, like, I, I one, at one point I pulled, like, a big pot of hot water on myself when I was about three years old, and I went to the hospital with about 70% of my body covered in burns. Listen, this melanin is amazing because I have no scars. Period. Nah. A lot of speckling, but, you know. <laughs> Can't win them all. Um, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> but anyway, let's go ahead and move on to the next topic. We have to talk about... 
the the Jeff the Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, you know, I didn't really want to talk about this, but the reaction, I had no choice because I did not realize there were so many people that were going to sympathize with the serial killer. And then talk about it out loud. But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and like move it over to you. How did you um, feel about the whole Jeffrey Dahmer thing? Did you watch it? At first, I wasn't going to watch it because I thought it was going to be super graphic and gory. But then people say it wasn't. And then I heard my friend, who was also black and queer, told me that it there is a lot of intersectionality at play when it comes to this show that, of course, people aren't talking about, but it's there. Like, you'll be able to notice it hard. So I was like, okay, girl, I guess mm-hmm. I'll watch it. And, of course, white people are coming out in droves saying, well, you know, he had a rough childhood and I just feel like we have to be kind of like easy on him because he went through a lot and he found God. And once again, this is why I say Christianity is evil. I don't give a damn how, who it pisses off. Christianity goes hand in hand with white supremacy. They're both evil. But yeah, he found God and I feel like we should be able to forgive him. God forgives. You want black queer folks to forgive a man who raped and killed and slaughtered them. You want us to forgive someone like that. And get the fuck out my face. He cannibalized them. them. And you want to use your white sky daddy as a reason for us to forgive that motherfucker. No, ma'am. I I can honestly say Though I completely, at first I was like really aghast and I was disgusted at all of these um, palm colored people coming out talking about how, you know, is it weird that I feel sorry for Jeffrey Dahmer? Yes, it is, you psychotic bitch. Absolutely. What the fuck is wrong with you? That's weird. It's fucking weird. And you put it on the internet. Um, Yeah, it's weird. You're actually racist for saying that. Listen. Or, or or let's not talk about some of the black gay men <sighs> that were saying, oh, I guess I would have died, honey. Girl, let me get on y'all ass, too. Let me get on y'all ass, too. The way some of y'all gay men crave colonizer cock is beyond me. It's really sad, and y'all need some help. Because this, oh, he would have killed me. He's fine. Girl, first of all, where? And second of all, of course he is because to you, whiteness is the standard. So anything that is white is going to be automatically attractive to you. That's how your century beauty standards work. I don't think he was fine I... at all. But he looked like a damn ostrich in the face to me. But it's so strong that y'all really think that this man is fine with his itty bitty ass lips. He, he looked to me, he looked inbred. I'm not even lying to you. I'm not, no, I'm, I'm, I'm dead ass. I, as soon as I saw his face, I was like, that nigga's, that, listen, that nigga's parents are cousins. You know, like, you know, like, that's my husband. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, you, like I, I, I never for a single second thought that that person was good looking. I'm sorry. I don't know what the fuck people are talking about. But, you know, then I also started to realize that this isn't surprising at all. White people ancestrally have been eating us, cannibalizing us, 
stuffing our hair into pillows. So why wouldn't they feel sorry for themselves and their ancestors? Like I'm literally seeing white people talking about, oh, I want to be, I want to dress up as Jeffrey Dahmer for Halloween. I'm like, so <laughs> you want to dress up as, you basically are admitting that you want to be a racist serial killer who, <laughs> I, I hate it here. I, right. I, it's amazing things that they're saying and get away with. But we also have to talk about the fact that I'm sure I haven't watched it. I, I really don't plan on it. Uh, I thank you for watching it so that I can ask you questions if I feel like it, but I'm not doing that myself. Um, but I feel like we also have to talk about the fact that this is maybe the fifth or sixth production that has come out about this man over the last five or six years. And these people who are real people have been victimized and re-traumatized over and over and over with no compensation or permission. I don't understand why that's not the more overarching point. Like the fact that they could go ahead and watch him go ahead and kill and eat these black and brown boys. Some of them as young as 14. Boys. And then after they see these children die, you still feel sorry for the person that killed them. But he had a rough you childhood. Understand? And his parents oh. were divorced and he found God. I need you to suck my left pussy away. No, in fact, in fact, you don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. I, it's the I, left I, one I for me. The... Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be giving the right one away. You feel me? No, but no. <laughs> but no. It is it is imperative for us to understand why they feel sorry for him and understand that that is where their barometer for morality lies. Do not take this as just a take on a show. I need you to understand this is where their barometer for their morality lies. They didn't see those black and brown boys as people. It's why they don't care that they're dead. And they don't even care that they're attached to real people or that they were real people themselves. That's what I've always had a side eye. I've always side eye Ryan Murphy ever since the way they treated Candy and Pose. Yes, mm -hmm. Pose, like, obviously, mm -hmm. it's an important show, but it's like, girl, the way y'all treated uh, Candy, a black, dark skinned trans woman, was disgusting. But again, he made money off of black queer trauma and he made money again off of another show about black queer trauma. I'm sick of it. And also, cishet black people. I've noticed that y'all are real hype about this movie about seeing black people who happen to be queer get killed. But when it comes to P Valley, who had black queer people in it, you was mad about that. But oh, mm -hmm. Jeff Dahmer, whoever played him, he's a great actor. He knew what he was doing. But you can't f fathom that Lil Murder could be is just an actor as well. No, that nigga secretly gay. Y'all pick and choose because, and I know why and because you think that it's a white thing. But that's where y'all fucked up at. And the excuse that they'll use is that, okay, Lil Murder was more sexual or sexualized in P-Valley. 
Jeffrey Dahmer was killing and eating black boys after and assaulting their dead bodies. I'm sorry. Why is that? Why is why is little murder get given a blowjob more explicit and graphic than that? Tell me why, good sir. They would rather be dead. Some of them would rather be dead than to uh, see a sucker dick. And that's just talk about. That's just call it for what it is. Uh, it's straight like y'all would rather black queer folks be slaughtered and ate and dead than to see someone like a little murder make love to someone who is like it's really sad. Y'all hate consensually, that much. Uh, like for real, literally. literally. Little murder had, had sex consensually, but. But this thing is just the best actor uh, when he was like eating and cannibalizing black and brown men. That and that was less graph and that was less graphic to you. Do you, do you do you know where that tells me where your mind is fucking at? The fact that that was less graphic to you. I'm sorry. Anyway, messages. And I definitely want to talk about, you know, the act of quote unquote forgiveness, because and I think the reason why people are talking about forgiveness is because if you do look at the series on Netflix, they definitely do romanticize it. And they do come from a place of like sympathy and compassion for this dude. And I think that's really interesting. It's like we show sympathy and compassion mm-hmm. to literally somebody who murdered and killed 17 plus fucking people, his youngest victim being 14 years old. And he wasn't a grown adult man, may I add. So there was pedophilia involved as well. So I just want to question those people's thoughts about that. Like, why, like, should we be forgiving people of that nature, regardless of the fact of like, you know, whatever trauma or whatever mental issue that they may have had that led them to do those things? It doesn't change the fact that they did those things. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like they think it erases it. Like, oh well, you know, you ask God for forgiveness, but you know, but that's what the toxic things about Christianity is. It's like if I go ahead and suck a dick, I'm going to hell because I refuse to apologize for it, um, it and it's consensual. But if you like, ah, I, I'm so. This is how strong. I'm so tired. You can be a, a pedophile and just say, Jesus, forgive me, and it's all good. I'm still going to heaven. So does that mean I get to be in heaven with one of my abusers? Because they ask for forgiveness, right? So does that mean we end up in the same place? Does anybody think of the logic of any of the shit that goes on? This All that shit is a scam. And this is how strong um, white forgiveness is, because as long as you're white, it doesn't matter what you do. You 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 deserve a second chance because you're white. But if you're black and you steal a candy bar from a, a, a gas station, how dare you? You can't be forget. Oh my God, arrest this man! That, oh my God. But you could have someone like Jeff Dahmer do all these things, but it's okay because he's white and his parents were divorced. Get the fuck out of my face. I know you're tired because I'm tired. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the straights were just really trying it. You got black, straight black people out here saying dumbass shit, and of course, straight white people out here saying dumbass shit. And if any of y'all come trick or treat and dress as a Jeff Dahmer costume, I'm going to drag and roast the dog shit out of y'all. Do not show up at. If I see it, I'm going to drag. Because what the fuck? Why the fuck would you want to dress up as a racist, pedophile, rapist, slaughter, serial killer? But also. 
So what are you going to do? Dress like a regular dude and just carry a brown person's head in a bag? How do you dress up as that nigga? I'm, um, okay. <laughs> okay. I hate it. Man, please. If they follow Evan Peters and they really fuck with his acting the way they say that he they do, they know damn sure he's done some pretty, pretty risque stuff when it comes to American Horror Story and other films he's been in. He has kissed other men. He has been in full-blown sex scenes. You know what I'm saying? With other dudes um, mm-hmm. on American Horror Story alone. Season after season. So, yeah, that's what gets me. They definitely pick and choose. A hundred percent. It's true. It's true. And I for and I, and it's very true because when he was on American Horror Story, there was a lot of, you know, stitching and moving. But nobody's ever like actually said, Oh, I feel like Evan Peters is gay. But Lil Murder Jay Alphonse can't can't run away from it. Yeah, that's cause again, equating gayness to whiteness. It's just unfortunate. It's just unfortunate where we where we where we are right now. Um, and uh, honestly, just this whole romanticization of serial killers is really weird to me. Whether it's Ted Bundy or John Wayne Gacy, like I feel like when we have documentaries on them, I feel like that's enough because that feels informational. When we decide to make motion pictures. About these people, you don't think this is romanticizing? You don't you don't see this in any glorified nature at all? Like, come on. John Wayne Gacy used to kidnap boys and like and and literally uh, shave off their eyelids so they couldn't close their eyes while he was abusing them. Tell me why. Why do you need that? Why do you need that on screen? I'm sorry. Anyway, anyway, we're gonna go ahead and <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and uh, and move on to uh, another topic. Um, and honestly, the reason that I came up with this topic is just like going through these Facebook streets, and you know how uh, you know if you're around my age, you know how toxic Facebook is. But we're still out here getting banned and shit. You know what I mean? Um, and there was this, of course men and how toxic they are uh cis het men let me be specific um there was this woman who was complaining that she had applied for a job got the job it was going really well there was this white girl at the job that i guess didn't like her whatever the case was and found out that she had an only fans went ahead and took that to her employers and basically got her fired right because she doesn't she no longer fills the brand or whatever the case is and my whole thing is that the fact that we're still shaming sex workers in 2022 is fucking ridiculous. Because if you watch porn, you're literally paying their bills. Why would you go ahead and take something that you enjoy and say, I don't think that you deserve health care. I don't think that you deserve safety. <laughs> I don't think you deserve any of those things, even though I fap to you. Does that make sense? Right, it's like, girl, y'all play yourselves every time, like, especially men, like, girl, like you just said, y'all be saying, oh, I don't want no bitches that be sluts, and y'all be showing y'all stuff on the internet, 
But you are on Pornhub, girl, watching this shit, getting her views up, getting her clicks up, and this is what's keeping her lights on. So, girl, which one is it? You just don't like the fact that women are free and are expressing themselves and being free with their autonomy, sexual autonomy. And it's like, how dare you? Because, again, you see them as property and only you can be sexual and not them. For real, I had somebody um, tell me um, recently, like, you're not even like a sex worker or oh, do you do that? Is that why you go so hard? Or, you know, all the stupid little shit. And I'm like, no, I'm just a woman that feels like that any woman should be able to do whatever the fuck they want with their body, period. And that my experiences don't devalue me. It doesn't matter how many people I've slept with. I don't, certain, I don't somehow get up and I'm just devalued maybe in the mind of a misogynist, but not in real life. Like, get the fuck out of here. And like, and I support the, the women that want to be prudes. I support the women who want to be celibate for five years because they sick of you niggas. I support the women who want to go ahead and decide they're going to fuck your granddaddy. They fucking anybody from 35 to coffin. I support you bitches. It's just the, it's what it is. This is, <laughs> listen, they be doing the most out here. Um, they want, and my, and my whole thing is that as long as you're out here doing this consensually after the age of 25, where your brain is fully developed, I don't feel like this is a place where I can tell you what the fuck to do. And then just capitalism. It's hard out here. If you want to sell your feet, sell your feet. You want to sell some book? Like, I, I'm sorry. I don't feel like I should be in your business. And I don't think that should mean that you're a terrible person or immoral because of that now. That's dumb. It sounds like, it just seems like a lot of straight men are just jealous, to be honest, because let's be, a lot of these men put their dick in anything that moves, but the second, it's like, how dare you as a woman make money off of it? Meanwhile, men are just out here fucking everything that moves for free and not making any coin. So it sounds like you're just jealous because girls out here doing what they want and and a lot of them do solo biz and they're still getting coin, but I don't know. It's like, girl, y'all be this selective outrage is is tired. It is because whenever we talk about sex workers, we don't we don't talk about the fact that there are straight men who do sex work with other men and with women. There are straight men again who do sex work with other men and women. Yes, they do. Sorry, <laughs> like oh, well. hate to break your bubble, but uh, you know, oh my goodness, <laughs> clutch your pearls. But at the end of the day, that's something that like for real happens. You feel me? And we don't we only talk about the women. So he's not dirty, you know, he's not, you know, giving away all the goods. And the reason why you don't think that is because you don't feel like women deserve autonomy. You don't think that women deserve to own ourselves. You think that sex happens to a woman. You don't think sex happens with a woman. Mm. And you're showing your ass. That's really all it boils down to. I'm sorry. And if you are concerned about body count, that is because you are concerned about not measuring up. I saw some dumbass nigga on here talking about, well, it's okay for us to have sex with a bunch of women because in the Bible, it says to be fruitful and multiply. And men was created to spread the seeds so that we can keep the, um, keep the human population going. But women can't be out here doing that because they weren't designed to do that. But it's okay if we can do that. And that's why sometimes we cheat because it's to be expected because we got to do our natural duty or some dumb ass shit. I said, nigga, if you can't keep your dick in your pants, just say that. 
bruh, if you have no self-control, just be honest with yourself and go into therapy and get condoms. And don't make a whole philosophy based on it. You know, don't start a church, Hebrew Israelites. Like, don't do not do that. That seems silly. Just say, <laughs> like, like, just say, bitch, I want to, like, just say, bitch, I, I want to fuck a lot. And just call it a day instead of saying, I, just say, I want to fuck a lot, but I don't want women to fuck a lot. And just call it a day. Honestly, like, like, like real talk, honestly. And I feel like it's, it's, it's really unfortunate the way that we treat sex workers in general, but especially, um, we, uh, like femme sex workers. Jesus. Jesus. It's not okay what they go through. And we should be trying to protect them. Do we not benefit from sex work? I, I'm sorry. Take out your search engines, everybody. I want you to pull up your history. Do we not all benefit from sex work? Just, just saying. So why wouldn't we want them to be safe? Why wouldn't we want them um, to have insurance? Why wouldn't we want them to, why would we shame them? That doesn't make any sense to me. Girl, it's all about power and control. I agree. That's all it is. These niggas are just jealous because you're upset that I don't even necessarily have to have sex in front of the camera to make thousands. I can show my feet. I can show my titties. And I can make money off of you niggas because y'all just <laughs> feeding at the motherfucking <laughs> mouth at the side of just boobs itself. <laughs> but you, on the <laughs> other hand, sir, you have to do full-on masturbation sessions. In order to get to what I can get, you have to, hmm, I don't know, appeal to an audience that you're not even sexually attracted to. A lot of hetero men who, um, hetero cis men that are all only, are our only fans have to appeal to the gay audience because bitches don't want to mm -hmm. look at you. We see dick all the time. It's real easy to get dick. Oh, Girl, but it's talk about it. pussy. Oh, that's the difference. Oh God. How fucking unfortunate. Girl, let's talk about it. And this is why you have a lot of these straight niggas on here queer baiting now. A lot of these straight niggas are realizing, damn, if I make an OnlyFans, girl, women ain't out here trying to look at it. It's like gay men are. So they're trying to fake, pretend like they're doing gay shit and they're queer bathing just to get the gay audience. And it's a lot. It's a whole other story. There's a lot. There's really a lot involved with it. I feel like, and I've seen that um, go on a lot where you'll see somebody who's obviously straight, but you'll see them doing something different, but you know they're trying to bring in that audience because let's be honest, there's, there are, there is some dick that's worth looking at, but it's a very small percentage. Hey, Marshall Price. But yeah, I, I, there's only a few, there's only like a few dicks out there that are really, you know, King Noir, there's only a few dicks out there that are really worth like watching like that. You feel me? Otherwise, I don't really want it. I want to be looking at bitches like the rest of you. <laughs> like, oh my God. I mean, dick is a dick is a dick. Like, girl, I could easily like, it's not hard to look at a dick. <laughs> Like, like, and and listen, or the guy's got to be doing some different shit, especially if Aaron's about to subscribe to anything. And listen, you can't just Girl, be like, listen. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be doing more than being able to like, oh, a dick comparison with a Mountain Dew. You can't, you can't get no coins <laughs> off that. I'm not as gonna tell you. All right, <laughs> that's not, that's dude. not gonna work. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> it's always what they last picked up from the corner store. You know how it is. But yeah, um, a lot of y'all videos be boring too. Like me and y'all, like OnlyFans videos, y'all all y'all be doing is just in the corner of your bathroom somewhere jerking off. 
every single video. Girl, I'm not going to pay for that. And these women ain't going to pay for that shit either. So it's like, girl, what you going to do? And then if you do fuck a girl, y'all stroke game is terrible. And then you nut in like the first three minutes anyway. So, girl, I'm not going to pay $20 a month for that shit. Girl. <laughs> Listen, and sometimes for the ones who actually take a long time to nut, sometimes I'm like, is she okay? I don't know if she's okay. She don't look okay. So it don't look like all that appetizing to me. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna tell you, just you know, just gonna put it out there. <laughs> Message. Honestly, I'm not even into women, but if I'm gonna pay money, I'm definitely gonna pay money to see some ass. Like women's body, it's just more to see on a woman's body. I'm sorry, there's just more to see. Like what? I'm gonna pay money to what? Like I said, just to see your dick. Okay. I'm with Aaron. Dick is dick to me. Like I've seen. Uh, okay, cool. I guess it's Wayne le left to the right. But she here over here, you know, got the mass cheeks that she can make them bitches clap, you know, four or five different ways. Right, and then on top me? of that, and then on top of all of that, she also has a personality. Ooh, girl, girl. Not even. She's likable. Oh shit. You can't compete. And you're upset. And I think that's really what it boils down to. The fact is that women owning themselves and owning their bodies and owning who they are in society and whether it is a sexual, platonic, political, social, financial, you guys can't compete. And that's the problem. And, and you're really upset about it. And instead of learning from us and also going to therapy and realizing that we can walk and chew gum and do things at the same time, you just gonna sit there all salty with the only thing moisturized on your body is your dick. Everything ashy is fine. Why? I'm hollering. Well, girl, they don't. They don't want to learn from y'all because they think it's sus or gay to to listen to a woman anyway. They want to listen to other niggas for advice on how to treat a woman for some strange reason. The sis, I never understand why straight men do that, but okay. Doesn't it like? It, it seems like the opposite of sense. Seems like. <laughs> You don't want to talk to the people that you were trying to get to? Hey, bitches, what do you like? We want emotional intelligence and, like, you know, kindness. And then bitches like, hey, nah, I, nah, nah, nah. Like, that would be like me going to... This this makes sense. Like, girl, you trying to make her come, right? Why are you going to niggas? Like, ooh, let me ask my homeboy how to make someone come. Are you trying to make him come? I'm confused. You need to be asking the person that you want to make come. Oh, girl... I mean, you know, on the, you know what? That's not that's not what the show is about. That's not what the show is about. But yes, I feel you. <laughs> I understand what you were saying. Um, I I just feel like at at this point, it's it's really unfortunate that we are shaming um, sex work and sex workers, um, even though we all use them. Um, I really feel like it's it's really sad that we're not willing to fight for their rights as human beings to make sure they can also be safe and have insurance and all this other stuff, especially since we use them. We use them. So why not? Ah, but anyway, moving on. Just just some of the things. Um, before we go ahead and start this uh, this this next topic uh aaron i have to ask you what do you know 
of ethically non-monogamous relationships. What is what is what are what is what is that in your understanding? Like, are you asking like if I would be in one? No, I'm just saying, what is it like an ethically non-monogamous relationship to you? And would you be in one? An ethically non-monogamous relationship to me is definitely communication is key. Number one, like, girl, communicating everything having a, uh, an agenda laid out, like, girl, here's what we can do, here's what we won't do. Um, it, it can be also, we play together, or if we don't play together, we communicate, hey, I'm about to go, or so and so. It's all about communication as, at the end of the day to me um, when it comes to ethically non-monogamous relationships. Because again, they can work. Um, now, for me, I don't know if it can work for me because I've never been in one. But I also know that I'm a jealous ass bitch. Like, bitch, I'm the type to be like, bitch, why you ain't fucking me like that? Like the way you fucking uh, him. Girl, you ain't um, tongue me down like that. Like, I'm sensitive. So, girl, I don't know. But we'll have to see on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z on if I can do that. <laughs> same, same, same. I am um, a jealous person. I had a, a situation where if it wa- where it was supposed to be be an ethically non-monogamous relationship, but that is not what it ended up being because the communication was not that. There was a lot of lying and so on and so forth. And uh, the person I was with ended up leaving me for the person that we had to face with. Fun stuff, okay? But I need people to to, um, realize like the reasons that you get into an ethically non-monogamous relationship. Are you getting into one because you don't want them to cheat on you? Is that is that why you're getting in a, <laughs> into <Yeah>. polyamory? Because <laughs> you're scared he's gonna cheat, so you thought, well, it's better if they give him permission. That is that is that where we are? Because if that is where we are, then ethically non-monogamous is where you is not where you should be. I a hundred percent believe that these are valid relationships. I a hundred percent I believe that they could work. I also 100% believe they could not work for me. <laughs> okay, period. Uh, it's, just, it's, just, it's, it's just not in my ministry. But I think that the communication that some um, polyamorous relationships have, there's a lot of straight relationships that don't have that. But I will also say, there's a lot of polyamorous relationships or ethically non-monogamous relationships that are going on, and they're coming from really rotten reasons. And it's not okay. It's not okay. If you are coming from a place of, of like, I don't want this person to cheat on me, or you are doing this to keep somebody, whatever the case may be, if you're not doing it because you want to open your relationship, then you're not supposed to be in, in a polyamorous or ethically non-monogamous relationship. And you're being coerced into one. And well also take. just make sure again, because we know, in general, most of these niggas cannot communicate for shit. So that's another reason why I just don't feel like it's for me. These men cannot communicate for a goddamn thing. They will not tell you how they're feeling. They, will, they want to bottle it up and tell you next year. It's really sad. So at this point, it's, it's a hard no for me right now. But yeah, just be smart in whatever you do and... Yeah, it can work. Just yeah. just communicate. 
And listen, for the men who want to be in polyamorous relationships, I need you to understand that it's not ethically non-monogamous if you're the only one fucking people. Mm. That's polygamy, my friend. That's not... If she's not also getting into other relationships and also exploring other relationships, then what you want is polygamy. And shout out to the story on Reddit that I read about a man who opened up his marriage because he told his wife that, you know, he just, she got a little bit bigger. She's not as attractive as she was anymore. And he just thinks that they'd be able to keep their relationship going for a lot longer if he was able to go outside of the marriage. And of course, this poor thing, poor baby, she said yes. Oh, woo, 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 stupid thing. But at the end of the day, let's also be real. You have to remember, this is still a cishet man in 2022. He began to really regret it because this bitch is going out on dates. She's gone from Thursday to Sunday and his shit is dry as fuck. So he decides to go back and be like, yo, it ain't working. I want to close back up the marriage. But she got a whole boyfriend, sir. She's like, I can't. I can't close it up now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jared and I are going bowling. Uh, like I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't just close it. So there's a lot of people who I honestly feel like you deserve your karma when you open up the relationship for fucked up reasons. Seriously, not for the person who is conceding, because that just means that your self-esteem is really low and that you're with someone who has the ability to exploit it. I'm sorry, my good girl, my good guy. If somebody has convinced you to get into a relationship with extra people and it's not something you wanted to do and they had to convince you, baby, that says a lot. Period. Messages. Yo, y'all are hitting the fucking nail. Hammer, hammer to the nail, whatever the fuck it's called. The fuck? Yo, that's... That'd be my whole point about these fucking red pillars. And like people who were talking about, you know, I need to find myself a wife. So let me go ahead and go to this single ass nigga like Kevin Samuels. Why are you going to the nigga who been divorced three to four fucking times? Does that make shit make sense to you? What? Like, that's like me becoming a doctor. Am I going to go to the doctor who's active in the field? Or am I going to get go to the doctor who had like their license suspended or taken away from them due to a malpractice? <laughs> like, who am I going to? Like, who are y'all sources? Oh my God. <laughs> who are y'all so sources? We'll talk. So shaming sex workers is just plain misogyny, right? Because if men could monetize dick, you'd be able to buy sex work at Walmart. <laughs> Okay. Just, no, not at Walmart. They couldn't even get Target. Well, at least you didn't say the dollars. So that's better. Never mind. Dollar no, no, rate. that's okay. They would definitely be in a non-monogamous relationship. It's a little tricky, though, um, finding someone who's willing to be honest and someone who you really believe loves you and you know doesn't just want to fuck around, right? But like, if you have that with like the right person, go for it because. I mean, aren't we all sick of pretending like we just want to fuck one person until we die, right? Like, we don't. So why are we bullshitting? Right. And you know what? Okay, but this is the thing. I'm not going to lie. Maybe it's because I, I feel I, I, I feel like I, I feel so old for so, sometimes when I say these things. But I only want to fuck one person until I die. That sounds simple and easy. I feel very okay with that being the thing. 
as long as it's good sex. Yeah. <laughs> but I also want people to know that it's completely normal for that not to be the case. For you want to want to have sex with multiple people. There's nothing wrong with you. And just because you have a more, I guess, I don't even like to use words like traditional. Because we all just want what we want, right? Like, I don't want to share. I'm selfish as fuck. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not I'm not really the type. Oh, who's sitting in the front seat? Bitch, we have to have a conversation. Oh, I'll cut you. You see what I'm saying? I'm That's not right. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> but everybody's different. Instead of giving space for other people's differences, do you think that there would be a situation, let's say if you were to meet somebody who was really sweet and kind and really had demonstrated the care that they had for you and they introduced the thought of the the thought of um ethically non-monogamous relationships or polyamory would you a be like completely devastated because you think things are going so well <laughs> or <laughs> or b feel interested and wonder what what it's more about because of the care that they have demonstrated for like where where is your head at if it's the if it's a, a great person hygiene is on point decolonized mind pretty you know good dick all of things hmm can i say both like i feel like a bit of both <laughs> a little bit of both <laughs> Girl, I don't, I'm... No, let me stop lying to myself. I'm selfish, girl. I am selfish, bitch. <laughs> Aaron just imagined her, uh, imagined themselves in real time <laughs> dealing with some shit and decided yeah, no. If I, if I find me a if I find me a fine ass nigga, I'm like, bitch, you better be fucking me and only me, bitch. I can't. I'm not. You know what my... I mean. If I find me like a Boris Kojo or something like Boris Kojo, listen, I'm He's fine as hell, and bitch, I am. I could not fathom seeing him fuck somebody else. I know, and for me, it's like, and I know that there's, you know, there's a lot to be said about decolonization and. Uh, non uh, and ethically non-monogamous relationships, you know, because the patriarchy is kind of what we have set up as to have two-person relationships, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It, like in our minds, that's what it is traditional for couples, not throuples or for people or what have you. And we've also learned to think that ethically non-monogamous means that somebody is going to be left out, right? Like somebody is not going to feel loved. There's going to be someone who's going to go to bed that night being like, well, shit, I, I'm still, this is what a relationship is. I'm supposed to be saying I'm with somebody. I got a man. Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> sorry. I know that came out kind of passionate, but you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> I guess the real sticking point for me is time, right? Because I can have sex with one person for a long time and be very happy and I'm with someone right now. It's only been a year, right? So we're still very excited about seeing each other. I'm very excited about him. But I think about like 15 years from now, am I really never going to want to fuck anybody else? Like, I don't know, maybe I'm just a giant whore. Who knows? 
same. You you are not, okay? Because listen, we've all done giant poor things, hush. <laughs> You're just thinking about it. What are you talking about? Um, so, <laughs> uh, but no, I, I feel like, I feel like it's a valid thought process. And I feel like it's a valid thought process to actually talk about with your partner once you get to that point. You know what I mean? Because maybe you are satisfied with just each other. And I could say that I'm satisfied with with just one person having sex for the rest of my life, but let's be real. This is me I'm talking to. I've only my longest relationship was like three years. The fuck am I saying? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just theorizing that it would be cool. You feel me? So let's <laughs> we also have to be, you know, honest. But what do you think? Like, do you think that it's something that do you do you think because for me, I'm not gonna lie. For me, it feels like a hard no that I would always, that part of me is not something I can get rid of. Do you know what I mean? No matter how much decolonization that it would be and like, yes, all these multiple partners, but I'd be like, yeah, that's cool. But um, that's not what I'm doing though. You feel me like, you mm. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, for right now, like I said, it's, I can't do it. I can't because again, it's probably because I just crave love right now. And it's I'm just a very yes. and I just don't want to share that. Like I know that that sounds possessive as fuck, but I'm being honest. I'm craving love right now. The last thing I want to do is share that with nobody, bitch. Right, like like yeah, I don't know. I never like I've waited my whole life for this shit, bitch. And now you want me to fucking share it? No, share. Bitch, that's not. And I also think I'm a real attention whore. Like, I think I have a problem. So I thrive off of attention. It gives me life, right? So I can't have that divided. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, are they your kids? Okay, then that makes sense. Otherwise, what are we doing? Right. And plus, like, once I'm in love, like, girl, we're going to be fucking at least three times a day. Like, if I love somebody... So it's like, girl, I, how you gonna? We're not gonna make room for anyone else because it's just me. So I don't know what you're gonna do, girl. I, I'm not gonna share that. Up. When I'm in love with someone, bitch, I get nasty twenty four seven. Really? Because when you by yourself, you could just you could not give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck when I'm by myself. I'm like, girl, everyone get out my face. But when I'm with love, in love with someone. I'm like, oh yeah, go ahead and girl, I can't say that. That's too explicit. But... Yeah, I was about to be like, I know we coming to the end of our show, and I know you just like, man, shit. <laughs> if you go, if you want to take us off stereo, we only had eight minutes left anyway. But just hold on. Um, but <laughs> well, I'm gonna go ahead and say, it. go ahead and cream pot me. But okay, thanks for tuning in for Earth's Ghetto uh, Podcast. <laughs> we do this every um, Tuesday night. We was an hour late tonight because of things. But it is usually Tuesday, <laughs> every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. You can listen to all of our episodes on Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and Google Podcasts. And you can follow me and Sydney on TikTok as well. Um, what's my TikTok username, girl? I forgot. Underscore Aaron205. Do you know yours? Aaron. Brujita Sydney Ward, because I use the same one. Well, I didn't know if it was like underscores and numbers and shit. <laughs> okay. So um, if you're feeling extra generous and you want to support the Earth is Ghetto brand, you can cash out me and or Sid at 
uh, Cash Apps, which is in both of our bios as well. You can follow me and Sydney on Instagram, which is in our bios. And you can follow our Earth is Ghetto Instagram page, Earth underscore is underscore ghetto underscore. All right. Did I say all the shit I'm supposed to say? We got anything else? Any other announcements? You said said all of the things that you were supposed to say. And I am just always happy to be here. Just remember being queer is African. And we will see y'all in the next one. Bye. Bye.